Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the pod. If you're new here, my name is Ria. I'm a 19-year-old entrepreneur, founder of an activewear line called Bolt Active, content creator, and your host. If you're not new here, welcome back. Today, I have a guest. It's going to be a little interview, also conversational type of episode. It's with my friend Kenzie. I believe we met on either TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, it was definitely TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, we have lots in common. And she also has her own podcast called The Nova Project. And I wanted to bring her on. We would talk about big dreams and dreaming big. And also with going along with that, finding your passion and finding what you want to do in your life career-wise. So I'll hand over the mic to Kenzie, let her introduce herself and tell you a little about herself. Okay, so hi guys. Uh, My name is Kenzie. I am from Vancouver, British Columbia, which is in Canada. Um, I'm 20 years old. I I'm also a content creator. I do a lot of content on TikTok, which is primarily where I post a lot about the gym. And I do some content on Instagram. I'm trying to get back into it. I feel like it was a lot easier to make content like last year when I wasn't doing a bunch of other things. But um, yeah, Instagram is also a really awesome platform that I like to use. And I also do have my own podcast as well called The Nova Project. I'm recently started that. I've been wanting to start it since January, but now I'm just throwing myself into it and getting it done. And it's been super fun. And I honestly love the creative process and I love speaking as you can tell. So it's honestly been super fun and I'm really excited. Yeah. I think with content creation, the most fun thing is like having a creative platform. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's so fun to just be yourself and come up with different ways to be creative and bring your like ideas to fruition. I think that's really fun. Um, so the first point I had in regards to dreaming big and thinking bigger and better is how to break out of societal standards to not dream big because I know for a lot of people we're constantly made out to think smaller and think more quote unquote realistic. And mm-hmm. I know for a lot of people that's what's stopping them from reaching their goals and following their dreams. So I think what would be some takeaways or pieces of advice to break out of that societal mindset? Well, for one, I think that people of power, so like teachers, parents, people that you look up to even as like a kid or right now, I think there needs to be a change in narrative and how they kind of present this fact that you are only what you are in the moment, if that makes sense. Like you can't dream big. You can't go for that goal that you have. Mm-hmm. It's, it's frustrating. As a child, I wanted to be a paleontologist. And for those of you that don't know what that is, it's basically someone that studies dinosaurs. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, my, that was my goal in life when I was like six. I wanted to study dinosaurs and fossils. And my parents like looked at me and they were like, what like that is that is just the randomest career path that I have ever heard but like okay like you do you Mm -hmm. and I was so set on that and obviously like as I grew up my interests and hobbies changed and now I'm more into content creation and stuff like that but I think there needs to be a change in how parents and teachers go about telling their students or children like how to dream big and I think there should be a push to 
to make kids realize their potential because a lot of us are kind of, I guess, constricted into this little mindset that I only am what others think of me and I only am what society thinks I am. So I think the more you look at it from a standpoint of I can do whatever I want to, this is my life, this is what, and I get to choose what I get to do with my life as well. It's not like you get a set of things put out in front of you. You can choose whatever you want to do. It's not like you have a specific career that you quote unquote are forced to take with your life. You can do whatever you want. The world is literally your playground. So I think one, there needs to be a change in how people of authority go about telling kids how to dream bigger. And also you have to really find it in yourself as well, if that makes sense. No, 100%. And I never even thought of it like my perception of me is me right in this moment. It's like what I want and what I am are two different things, but that doesn't mean you can't take the steps to like get to what you want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think definitely the first point of creating an environment where it's safe to have outlandish dreams and outlandish goals. I think that's the first thing because, you know, growing up in an environment where your parents are supportive with you every step of the way, even if it's like you said, random, <laughs> or mm-hmm. they change their mind like every few months, like that's totally fine and totally normal. I think that's the first thing. And I also think the second thing to kind of break this fear of thinking outside the box and being really big and bold with what you want out of life is just to be big and bold in like the everyday. So for example, if one of your goals is to be like a famous actor, um, obviously there's going to be a lot of like big leaps to get to that point. So you might want to do something that scares you every day. And it could be like a smaller scale, but it still gives you that exercise to like put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, 100%. I think that when you put yourself in uncomfortable positions, it's you can kind of relate it to going to the gym. If those of you that are listening are gym rats, you know that it takes a really long time for your body to adapt. So every time you pick up that weight, every time you go heavier, every time you do more reps, your body gets used to that. It gets used to that feedback and it adapts to that situation. So I think it's the same thing with putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Every time you do that, it just keeps getting easier and easier and easier. But if you stay in that fixed mindset, in that comfort zone, it doesn't allow you to grow. It doesn't allow you to accomplish the things that you really want to do because most times in life when you have a goal that you want to reach, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be something that just happens. It takes time. It takes a long process. It takes reevaluation. And like, it's a huge deal. You know what I mean? It's not just like you get handed your career. You don't get handed your company that you start you have to work for it. And I think if you stay in your comfort zone, there's absolutely no way that you can achieve the things you want to do at the rate that you want to do it, first of all, and at the scale that you want to do it as well. So getting out of your comfort zone, and even if it's just small things like talking to a stranger, like if you take public transit and you compliment a stranger on the bus for their hair or their eyes or something like that, I don't know. For me, I don't have problems with doing that because... I'm a very extroverted person. I love talking, so that's not an issue for me, but I know for people that are um, introverted and don't exactly have like the courage to do things like that, once you do it, you'll find out that it's not as scary as you thought. And most of the time, the things that are holding you back is just your own fear, your own mind, right? 
And once you do it, you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And then it gets easier and easier and easier. So, yeah. yeah I completely agree. Like putting yourself in those uncomfortable situations where it, it even as small as talking to a stranger, like for me, that used to be the scariest thing. Right. As a but kid. After doing it, like you feel better, first of all, that, okay, that wasn't so bad. And then you also know that you just made a stranger's day. So something so small scale, getting used to that and how that makes you feel, you can do literally anything that scares you. (laughs) And I think it goes hand in hand with the concept that if dreams like don't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. You know what I mean? You've really got to start thinking out there and be bold with what you want because obviously it's your life. Like, what do you want out of it? Do you just want to be average and sit back? And I know for a lot of people, they're comfortable, they're comfortable with that, but it's not worth, you know, just sitting back and letting life pass you by. Yeah, definitely not. It's not worth putting yourself in that little bubble. I call it a bubble because when you, if you imagine yourself sitting in a bubble, you can see the outside world. You can see everything that's around it, but you can't touch it. You can't grab anything because you're trapped in this bubble. So once you reach out of that and you go and take those steps that scare you, the bubble increases. And then eventually the bubble disbands. That's kind of a little analogy that I made up in my head just now, but. (laughs) I really like that metaphor. I really like um, the idea of like it growing Mm -hmm. because like also us as people, we grow and we evolve and things that used to scare us don't scare us anymore. Mm -hmm. How would you say, getting over the fear of not so much going after things, but what people will say or the judgment of other people, because I know that's something that also stops a lot of people from pursuing what they want. Maybe not stop, but hinder them or kind of give, make them second guess um, what they're about to do just because like their parents won't approve or their friends won't approve or just, you know, everyone in general. Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. It's a huge problem that people have. And I have witnessed this and I have experienced this firsthand. Um, I did start a network marketing business when I was 18, which was something that was extremely, extremely scary to me, which I have talked about on my podcast. Um, But one of the things that really scared me the most was, of course, like, like seeing what other people would say about it. And Mm -hmm. for me, like I've always been a decently confident person. I've always had a strong belief in my core values and what I do is coming from somewhere that is like, I want to help people. I want to, you know, come from a place of let me serve. That's my philosophy is serving is the key. Help being helpful is the key. So when I thought about starting that business, the first thing that came to mind was like my friends from high school, what would they say? Mm -hmm. And they did have a lot of things to say. I had people tell me that I was in a pyramid scheme. I had people tell me that I was going to like lose all my money. I had people tell me that I would never be successful. But in the end, it was the feeling that's literally deep down at the bottom part of my soul that Mm -hmm. kept me going because I knew in my heart that I was doing something for me and that I was doing something that I wanted to do. And I think you kind of just have to remove yourself from the position of what are they going to say about me and change it to what do I think? What really matters is what you think of what you're doing. 
because that person that's talking shit about you, excuse my language, I'm sorry, I swear a lot, um, is probably one, insecure about themselves, or two, they have nothing else better to do than talk about you. And that does that has nothing to do with you. Their insecurities, that's their problem. Their boredom with their own life, that's their problem. People are always going to have something to say, whether it's nice or not. But as long as you know, like deep down inside of you that you are doing the right thing and you are doing the thing that makes you happy, nothing else matters. So remove yourself from the thought of what are these people are going to say and place yourself into that bubble and just think like, this is my life. I can do whatever the hell I want to do with it. And if people don't like that, then that's okay. That is totally fine. They don't have to listen to me. They don't have to follow along with what I'm doing. There are always going to be people in life that don't support you, but don't let that get to you because there's so many other people in your life that will probably support you as well. Focus on those people, be grateful and be happy that those people exist because in reality, the negative people, they're just going to drag you down, but you have to remove yourself from caring about what they think. Yeah. I would say my advice to anyone who is thinking, oh, what would they think about me? And I'm scared to be judged is, first of all, what you said. And second of all, when you do something that you think people are going to judge you, chances are they're not thinking about you at all. That's um, so it, true. It's really all in your head. Um, but if people, if people are thinking about you, it's either positive and more supportive than you realize and the other side of the coin is they're being negative and like you said they're always going to have something to say everyone's a critic they're always going to try to find something to judge you on whether it be the most helpful and positive thing that you'll ever do there will always be someone who wants to bring you down just because they're insecure and jealous about it so i say that that's my advice um just know that half of the people that you think are watching they're too focused on them self to judge you um and if they are judging you then that just says more about them than you so yeah exactly so i think that also goes hand in hand with what makes you like passionate um because mm -hmm. i know for a lot of people like especially our age like they have these big dreams like and they have all these places that they want to go to and all these big goals, but I don't know how many people can say that they're passionate about something and then know what they're passionate about. So what would be some takeaways for people looking to find their passion or what they want to do for the rest of their lives? Ooh, okay. This is a good one. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a conversation about this recently with a friend of mine. Um, and what I said to her was experience is everything. Putting yourself in different situations every day is everything. If you're stuck in your house, and I know right now it's hard to travel with mm -hmm. the pandemic and everything, but if you're stuck in your house, that's the only thing you know. If you're stuck in your city, that's the only thing you know. But the more you go out and experience new things and new hobbies even, like go out and try stuff. It's literally like that simple. Like if you feel like you have nothing that you're passionate about, it's because you haven't found that thing right? And like, I don't believe in forcing yourself to do something and like maybe eventually you'll like it. Like if you don't like something that's going on in your life and it's not giving you value, get rid of it. Like you don't need that shit. It's just dragging you down. Mm -hmm. But if you feel like you're stuck and nothing's motivating you, nothing is getting you out of bed and like 
literally like, oh my God, I want to, I get to do this today. Like, yay. Like if that, if that doesn't happen to you every day, like you have to find something that's out there. There's chances are you just haven't seen it yet or you haven't experienced it yet. So for me, like when I was fresh out of high school, I got thrown into college. My parents were like, well, it's better to study something than nothing. Cause at least you have something under your belt. I was like, okay, well, mm, that's not really what I want to do, but whatever. Yeah. And at the time I was studying sports science, which is like exercise mm-hmm. science. And I wasn't going to the gym back then. I wanted to be a physio for dancers because I was a dancer all throughout high school, but I stopped dancing. And then I was like, this is pointless. Like, why am I doing this? It makes no sense. But as soon as I started getting into personal development and as soon as I started getting into the gym, it kind of just all came together really slowly, but it did. And I was like, oh my God, it was right in front of me the whole time, Mm -hmm. which was kind of interesting. But it was because I put myself in that position of, I want to grow. I want to learn things. I want to experience new things. I started reading. I started journaling. I started looking at TED Talks and watching those like until one o'clock in the morning, like the more you experience things and the more you learn and the more information you take in, you can choose between all of those things. Like I would never have thought I would be a host of a podcast ever Mm -hmm. in my life because I didn't used to listen to it. But as soon as I got into that, I was like, damn, I can really see myself doing this. That'd be kind of cool. And then I started it and I love it, you know, Mm -hmm. but you never know until you actually go out and experience those things. So don't limit yourself. And when someone says to you, like, let's go, and I'm trying to think of an example right now, let's go snowshoeing. Okay. Let's say that. Okay. Let's go snowshoeing. And you're like, I hate snow. Oh, it's going to be so boring. It's going to be so cold. And you have that mindset of like, no, 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 no negativity. You like miss out on stuff. Like who knows? Like if you've never been snowshoeing before, like you might really like it here in Canada, we go snowshoeing all the time, but like, you never know until you try, right? So yeah. if an opportunity presents itself, don't run away from it. Go and dive full into that shit. Go and do it. Go and do it and you never know what'll happen. I really like that perspective because it is definitely not anything that I would like ever think of. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's so true. Like trying new different things really gives you the experience to say, I'm really into this or, hey, I'm not into that, but at least you know what you're not interested in. Because for me, I went to school for psychology and then I like it on paper, it sounded great. And then I was like, okay, I'm not vibing with this. Yeah. (laughs) But at least like, I know that it doesn't work with me and it's not compatible. So even though objectively, it sounds like something that you wouldn't be interested in, try it out because ironically what you think you might not be interested in is what you're going to be interested in and ironically again what you think you're going to be interested in you might not end up liking but at least you'll know and all these different things like people like I again evolve and grow so what you used to like or what you used to not like a few years later might change because you have different interests and you have different hobbies. Um, and I completely agree. If you stay locked in your room all the time, you don't know anything and you're not putting yourself in situations where you can find out what you're interested in. Um, for me, I know for both of us, we're really passionate about the gym, but that wouldn't have happened if we never took the leap of faith to start experimenting and trying new things at the gym. 
or even trying to push ourselves on a daily basis to be consistent with it. Um, mm -hmm. So it's all going back to what we said about making yourself uncomfortable. I think that's the underlying theme of this episode. Yeah, making yourself uncomfortable is the best way to grow, 100%. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of people, especially our age, or not even our age, but for all ages, people struggle with identity, but you can't find who you are or what you're interested in if you're not looking for it. And it might not be as, you know, handed to you on a silver platter, like, hey, this is what you're interested in. But you might just be scrolling and find someone whose life that inspires you. And you're like, oh, I want to do what they're doing. I know for me, there's a lot of people like that. Um, I'm sure there is for you, where you just are inspired by someone else and you resonate with them and what they want. And then you can kind of latch on to their identity and find yours. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the one thing I will say off of that is we are so blessed to have social media as a thing right now, mm -hmm. just because not even just the fact that you can experience new things and you can see the other side of the world from a screen, but in the sense that you can literally start your own business through social media, you can work for yourself on social media. It literally opens all these new doors. Like e-commerce is literally going through the roof right now. Influencers, there's influencers everywhere. Anyone can be an influencer. And the thing is, is it's really low barrier to entry as well. There's right. no like course you have to take. There's no like influencer 101 or anything like that. Yeah. You just learn and you just do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And we have so many opportunities. Like I have I have my email in my Instagram bio and I have like people reach out to me saying like, are you interested in this? And like opportunities come flowing in and that would have never happened if I wouldn't have branched out on social media. So we're actually really blessed to have that as well. Go on, go on Instagram and surf and just see what people are doing because mm -hmm. my career path that I'm taking right now wasn't because I went to school. Half of it is, but half of it isn't. It's also the part that I found personal development on my phone. I would have never walked into chapters and went up to the self-help section and oh, yeah, up for up sure. by Tony Robbins and been like, hmm, this sounds interesting. I'm going <laughs> to read it. Like, absolutely not. Like when I was 18, I had no idea what personal development was. I had no clue, but it wasn't until I started my business when then I was like, this, this stuff is kind of cool. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I didn't shit talk it when I was like back then, but I also wasn't like interested in it until it was presented to me. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I can do something with this. And now I'm thinking about starting a coaching business, maybe doing life coaching and fitness training at the same time. And it's like, it's opened a whole new door for me. So don't be afraid to go to social media. You can literally make your own career in 2021. Like that shit is crazy to me. I don't know. Yeah, no, it literally blows my mind because whatever you're passionate about, like I know for us it's, it's fitness, but anything like from gaming to like art there's like a, a niche for it and a market on it on social media it's literally insane because if you're a part of that market you know what they want and how you can help them it's really we're just so blessed because i can't imagine like how it was like without social media because i know for both of us we grew up having it so mm -hmm. imagining a world without it is literally insane it's so many careers and so many opportunities because i know when people think social media oh i work on social media they're like okay you're an influencer but it can be that but there's also so many other things you can use social media for and it also doesn't have to be your full-time job if you're not into that it could also be like a side hustle or a, another show of income which is really cool so 
something to consider because I know 99% of people in our society are using social media and most of those people are just using it for fun and entertainment. So why not try to see if there's something that you can do and monetize that in some way? Literally, like the opportunities are literally endless when it comes to social media. And it doesn't even have to be starting your own business. Like I had a friend that makes jewelry and she makes like chakra bead bracelets and she started a business out of that because that's what she loves to do and like she's not an influencer she's not like she doesn't have thousands of followers but she just loves making jewelry and she's made an income off of that Mm -hmm. which is crazy because like I wouldn't have met her if it wasn't for Instagram and it's really hard to actually sell things like in person if you don't have a store if it's not in like a you know like chain store like the grocery stores or something like that no matter what it is that you're selling but it's just so easy with social media. It's so easy and literally anybody can do it. You just have to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And also it brings you to different people. Like obviously you and I, we would never have met social media. So that goes hand in hand with what we were talking about. Just seeing new things and seeing new people. Maybe you can pick their brain and find out what they do and Maybe that might be something that you're interested in doing one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different opportunities um, that we could take advantage of with the power of a phone. Yeah. Okay. So I think my last point for finding your passion is thinking about the money. And okay. Yeah. So, like, kind of income slash purpose and how those kind of intertwine, because I know for a lot of people, um, there's the mindset of you're either making a lot of money and you're not happy with your job, but at least you're making a lot of money. <laughs> and right. there's like, oh, like the starving artist kind of stereotype. <laughs> so I wanted to hear your thoughts on how those two intertwine, those two concepts, um, having purpose and passion behind what you do, but also wanting to ha- make a living and pay the bills. <laughs> Okay. Well, the first thing I'll say is when we say the word success, I think that that word is very, very subjective. When people think of the stereotypical, I guess, image of success, they think of, you know, fast cars, huge house that's beautifully designed, like a nice family, all these luxury things. But in reality, like if you take the random person off the street and they're like, and you ask them, what do you think success means to you? They're not going to say that. They're not going to say all the fancy things. They're probably going to say happy with their life, right? So first of all, success is extremely subjective. So I think what, like finding the thing that makes you happy is the first step. You really need to find the thing that makes you the most happy. The money will always come, you know, because nowadays, like I said earlier, you can turn anything into a business, literally anything into a business thanks to social media. So find the thing that you're passionate about, find the thing that makes you happy, monetize it, help people come from a place of give, 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 and the money will follow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree. Success is subjective, but with that being said, it doesn't make success meaning the same thing as rich and wealthy. Mm-hmm. For yeah. some people, that's what they think success is. And to an extent, success does include like being financially supported, but there's so many different layers to it. And 
it's a constant pursuit to success, which I think is really fun because you always are striving for better and always want to be greater. But it's not completely about the financials. Um, if deep down you're not happy with how you got the money or what you're doing with your life, or if you're constantly working, you don't even have time to enjoy your life because you're too busy working and you don't have time to <laughs> like travel or spend time with your family. So that's a big thing. Completely agree with what you said about about um having success and the guy like the random guy on the street yeah uh, it's it's subjective to everyone so i think we all have different gifts and different ways that we can help people and it's just a matter of finding what you're passionate about and how you can help other people exactly i i love coming from the standpoint of helping people because there's a million and one people on the on the internet that have businesses that are always coming from a place of sell. They think I need to sell this. I need to make this amount of money. I need to do this. But as a consumer, when I see someone that's posting things like this and they have that mindset of they just need to make money, it's really obvious. And honestly, it's kind of pushy and it's honestly kind of a turnoff to me. Like if I find a small business that I want to support and they're just preaching like buy this, like on sale, blah, blah, blah. But they're not like trying to engage with their audience. They're not trying to get to know their audience. They're not trying to come from a place of help. It's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? It just kind of, it, it's kind of, it gives me weird vibes. You it gives can me tell, really weird vibes. Yeah, you can tell when the energy is, is on impure. And you mm-hmm. can also tell if someone's energy behind what they're doing is purely because they love what they're doing and they, they want to help people. Um, growing up, people said, oh, I want to help people with, with my career. And I was like, oh, okay. So like a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but every single career out there is for helping people, even for businesses. It's not about the money. It's about how you're helping people in different ways. And so it may not be, you know, what, what you think of the first thing you hear help, like charitable or like donating and stuff like that. It may mm-hmm. not be that. But there's many different ways to help people. And I think from, even if it's from like making their day with a coffee or something like that, um, just the small things like can add up. So I think there's many different ways that you can make an impact in people's lives. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with that. (laughs) I think it is wrap up time. So if you have like any final thoughts um, to share or any final takeaways. Otherwise, feel free to plug yourself. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the world is your oyster. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. But if you don't take the reins in your hands, you might end up in a completely wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So in the end, like, it's completely up to you on what you want to do with your life. Brainstorm, make a vision board, make like, you know, those little like flow charts where you have like the circle in the middle and you put your name and then you have the little lines of little other bubbles. And it's like, this is interesting. This is interesting. Do a chart like that and you'll figure it out. Maybe you can take all the bubbles and combine it into one thing. Who Mm -hmm. freaking knows? But in the end, you have to take action. Don't care about what other people say about you. It doesn't matter. Those people don't matter. Focus on the people that are supporting you because that's what actually matters and focus on how it makes you feel. What you're doing should make you feel happy. It should make you feel inspired. It should make you want to make a difference in other people's lives. So forget about those people. 
and focus on yourself. Focus on where you want to be. Imagine where you want to be in a year, five years, 10 years. Write it down. Manifest that shit. Write it all down and literally watch it happen. Because mm-hmm. it'll happen. You just have to take charge of your own life. Those are some thank you. Thank takeaways. you. Um, you reminded me of one takeaway that I wanted to add to, and I, I believe I touched on this, but if you do care um, and you're concerned with what other people are going to say or what they're going to judge you on, just know that those people don't belong in your life. They don't hold a place in your life. It's a good way to like weed out the bad people in your life and the toxic people. Um, even if it means, you know, for a certain period in your life that you're going to be alone, at least you're not like latching onto someone's negative energy and bringing you down. But oh my God, for sure. Yeah. Um, doing what really resonates with you and what makes you truly happy also attracts positive people and good friends that aren't toxic. So that's one thing. (laughs) Oh my God. Can I not shut up about this? Mm -hmm. Okay. So last point and then wrap (laughs) it up. I promise. Um, but again, like back when I started my business, I had a high school friend group and this was like right after I graduated, like probably around like four or five months after those people I thought were my friends and some of them were supportive and some of them really weren't. But now looking back at it, I like only have like five really close friends that I think I can count on like for anything. Like if I had something wrong and it was two o'clock in the morning and I called any of them, they would always pick up the phone. That's when I know that they're like a really close friend. Everyone else doesn't matter. Literally does not matter. You will find your tribe as your interests and hobbies change, as like your career path changes. Like there is an abundance of people on this planet. If you didn't know that, like there's literally like what, almost like 8 billion people on this planet now, like people will come and go, but you have the freedom to choose who you are surrounded with. And you are the product of the top five people you surround yourself with every day. Think about that. If the people that you surround yourself with are negative Nellies that don't care and they talk shit about everyone, do you want to be like that? I don't think so. Why is that person in your life then? Why? For what reason? They're just going to drag you down, right? Get rid of those people. It doesn't matter. You'll find new people. You'll find new friends. And I know it's like really like, okay, like really, are you saying that? But it's true. It's so true. Like if you're in high school right now and you're listening to this, like, don't worry when people say, oh, like your high school friends won't be your friends for the rest of your life. It's true. (laughs) It's true. It's true. They're not shitting you. It's actually true. Like, yeah, you might still have like some people you talk to occasionally, but like you will meet so many more people in your life. So don't stress if your friend group is like not supporting you with what you're doing right now, because there will be tons of people down the line that will love you and support you and always like be there for you when you need it. Right. You'll find those people eventually. It just takes a lot of time. So for all the people that are in your life that don't have a purpose, kick them out. Oh my God. Like don't just don't even like just kick them out. That's mm-hmm. my advice. Kick them out. <laughs> yeah, for real. And it's crazy because it's always the people that you thought like would be for life. <laughs> and then you start doing stuff that resonates with you, even though it may be a little controversial. And they're like, hey, why are you doing that? It's kind of weird. And like, okay, I thought you were, I thought you were my for lifer, but okay. <laughs> Literally like stabbed right in the heart. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. And I completely agree because I know high school was like, not too far back for both of us but it's true because in that environment you only know like what a couple hundred thousand not hundred thousand but (laughs) a couple hundred or a thousand people 
and you're limited to that social group um but after you graduate you're like there's so many more people yeah there's a whole other world out there Mm -hmm. so you shouldn't just be limited to the small group of shitty friends if you have shitty friends like find Mm -hmm. your people who better you and inspire you to be better for sure I completely agree but yeah that was my last point that's what I wanted to say okay (laughs) I think I am good too (laughs) so where can this find you Okay, so my Instagram and my TikTok are both my names. So that's K-E-N-Z-I-E-M-O-S-E-L-E-Y, Kenzie Mosley. Um, my podcast is called The Nova Project. And on Instagram, it's at The Nova Project Pod. And that's pretty much it. I'm planning on maybe starting YouTube eventually. I think that would be kind of cool, but don't know. We'll see. I would watch your videos. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Like, oh um this episode and I think we covered some really good points so thank you for being on and having yeah thank you for having me this was fun yeah I appreciate it all right bye guys I will see you guys next week forget don't forget (laughs) to choose growth over comfort every single time and I love you all bye